Hello, uh, welcome to um, Anal Comics mini episode. We're going to talk a little bit about what we've been reading in news. Um, that's me, Luke Gonzalez. I'm joined by John Scott. Siler's going to jump in in a little bit. Um, it's not really big, big comic news been going on. I don't know, did you find anything, John? I really couldn't find anything. Yeah, there's just, I guess the big thing is we're all kind of Marvel-wise waiting for the Hellfire Gala. Um, I don't know if we talked about that they announced, because they did that voting thing. Did you hear who eventually won for who's going to be the new, like, the member of the X-Men? I did not. I okay. yeah, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, I have, like, barely read anything since Hoxbox. It's very hard yeah. for me to keep up with stuff. Okay, so they did, like, a voting thing, like, a month. They ran it for, like since 22 like january and they ran it for like a couple of months um, oh oh no, no no i have the results of this poll right here yeah uh and oh, yeah Pol- polaris. polaris yeah polaris one um which is kind of cool i have liked her she's been in x factor um which they are actually ending x factor soon which kind of sucks um but i think they're just like refiddling with their titles um i really really liked the x factor so far um because it's been like this really weird team where it's like uh north star is the leader and his sister's there iboy dakin polaris um oh my god i can't think of his name right now prodigy um it's like a bunch of cool characters and they've also revealed in that book that like iboy's powers are like way more powerful than anybody's ever thought of was like the most recent thing um because basically North Star figured out that, like, oh, he can legitimately, like, see magic, which, gotcha. like, n- nobody ever thought that he could do, which makes him, like, way more powerful. He's like, yeah, I can't actually know. It's like, I don't know how it works, but, like, I can see, like, that there's a spell and, like, kind of what the spell does. Um, oh, they also did a cool thing in that book. Uh, the other two cool things, they did two other cool prodigies trying to figure out how, like, like decay and stuff works on Krakoa, so they built a body farm in X Factor's headquarters. Which do you know what that means? I do not. So basically, this is a real life thing. So that it took an is like in order to just like for because X Factor is kind of like their version of like the cops um, in it. Like they're investigating like to see when mutants die to make sure that they find a conclusive before they get resurrected. So basically a body farm is where you put bodies to see how they decay so you could do like research so you can help like when you're doing investigations. Gotcha. So like in the comic, Prodigy just has like a bunch of people's like dead bodies, even though they're resurrected, just like in their headquarters to see how they decay on Krakoa. Um and the other cool thing they did with that team is um oh my god, I just lost it for a second. Um they're doing stuff with like Shatterstars coming around soon, and um, oh. they're bringing him back. They did like a bunch of stuff with the Mojo verse Shatterstar recently. Shatterstar played by everyone's favorite character, Cole Young from. Oh god, yeah. He looks like a a wrestler right now, like a WWE wrestler. Um, but they've done cool stuff with Dakin too. Like they've like made it a lot more like interesting characterization, like character development with him because he has a talk. I can't remember which character he talks to. And he's basically like, yeah, I literally have no idea if anybody actually likes me because of the way my power works, where, like, his pheromone stuff affects people. 
So he's like, yeah, I literally, besides like his family members who are immune, he's like, yeah, I have no idea if anybody actually has genuine feelings towards me ever. Oh. Yeah. Um, and that book is also like one, and this is saying something for like the Hickman X-Men, like the queerest book. Cause it's like Dakin's bisexual, North Star's gay, Prodigy's gay, and can't remember who else is on the team, but like pretty much the entire team is like not straight um, and openly not straight. And it's very interesting. And like, yeah, Shatterstar is part of the doing stuff with them. Um, it's very fun. And it's like an interesting thing that they're like kind of ending some of these books. Um, and then the newest uh, X book that came out was X Corp, which is real interesting. It's like, that's the angel and Mon- Monet St. Croix book. And it's basically like, Oh, you know, this is the mutants. Like, it's like their kind of uh, way they're handling, like, doing business in the regular world, and it's really interesting. Um, and they're bringing in a bunch of, like, characters who you haven't seen in a while, like, Trinary's, like, part of their book, and they, like, apparently Multiple Man is now, like, one of the smartest characters in, like, the Marvel Universe, because he basically uses his ability, like, Naruto, and just makes a bunch of dupes and has them learn stuff, and then reabsorbs them. That's cool. So, like, he's, like, the main scientist in Krakoa, I like, mean, for research. <laughs> after all that, I would, yeah. But, yeah, they're doing tons of cool stuff, and this is all leading to the Hellfire Gala, which I think is in July, which is their next big event that's supposed to cross them over into the main MCU a bit more, um, which is really interesting, because they haven't really done too much of that. Um, I'm trying to remember... The only book that I've seen them kind of pop around, um, there's a new book, it's called Children of the Atom, and it's kind of very tangentially X-Men, but it's about, like, these kids in New York who are super X-Men fans, and they all have, like, they're all looks, and character designs are, like, pseudo, or, like, X-Men. So there's, like, Kid Cyclops, and it's a girl who has, like, eye blasts, and there's um cherub who has like kind of an archangel look and it's not random it's something else is like a girl that looks like gambit there's Daycrawler, looks like nightcrawler and the kind of thing is that they're not they're not actually mutants they appear to be humans but like the, like storm and a couple of the x-men go to talk to them to bring them to Kokoa, and they're like oh no but then like cap shows up and it's like uh like you you can't have these kids running around and like storm's like one, don't call me Oro, it's Storm. And two, why can't they do it? What about all your shitty kids are running around? Is it just because they're mutants and like Storm just like goes off on Captain America? As she should. <laughs> yeah, and basically like, hey, why is there such a goddamn double standard? And it's really, really cool. Um, yeah, I've been reading that. All that stuff is really good. Um, I caught up on Future State for DC. Now, do you remember what that is? That's their next big like event or relaunch event or whatever. Kind of. So it happened for like a three month period. I think from like February or March to April or May. I think to like I think it was from like February, March, and April. And basically, it was supposed to be that like five G thing that got turned into this. Oh, that's right. I remember the five G one got canceled. Or yeah. So yeah, all the books jump like. I don't know, decades into the future, kind of. 
and you see like a bunch of other characters. So I read all the Batman family ones, the Justice League ones, and most of the Superman ones. And there are some interesting concepts, but like the one where they made the uh, the Black Batman or whatever it is. Yes. So there there are two Batman. There's Bruce, and then there's another one. Um, It's pretty obvious in it that it's so the in the Bat Family stuff the. Oh my god, what's the guy that makes all his weapons? Fox. The foxes are, like, major characters in the books. Because, like, something happens at Arkham, and uh, one of their kids gets, like, put into a coma. And, like, so then you're trying to, like, those, like, which is it? And it's very obviously one of the characters, because it's a character we've never seen before. It's like, oh, what have you been doing? Oh, why are you late all the time? Um, As, like, one of the Batman. But then, like, it's kind of Gotham's been taken over by like a private police force because of it. And it's like anti-mask and it's like all shoot to kill and red hood works for them. Nightwing is like the head of the resistance. Everyone thinks Bruce is dead and Batgirl was, or Barbara was captured. It's really interesting. Like there's, but it's like super dark and brutal. Um, and the Superman ones are interesting. Cause there's a lot of like, it's a lot of the other, like, not Superman. Like, so, like, Jonathan is the Superman in Metropolis. And the Suicide Squad book, book follows Connor. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, they're interesting, but they're, like, very dark in, like, goofy ways. And it's actually interesting. I was reading the Grant Morrison GLA omnibus, and um, one of the stories from that ties directly into, like, the Justice League book <laughs> of this. Which is interesting that like it was like one like one of the stories in Morrison's run is like directly part of this. So you know, it's fine. Um, it's kind of weird because it's like then they went back to their normal stuff. I'm like, well, they never finished these stories, so I guess they're like, okay, that's odd. That's yeah. Why wouldn't you finish it? They all like leave on cliffhangers, and I guess they're going to address some of the stuff. Um, as yeah, basically the whole world gets screwed. Because some of the Titans, they make like a Titan Academy, and they're, they screw around with the dial eight, the dial hero phone, and summon like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And oh, they like and they take over a couple of the Titans, um, including Wally West, and they basically destroy the Earth because they're like unstoppable. Yeah, Again. I believe. Oh, I believe. Yeah, I believe Wally becomes, like, the Horseman of Famine. Um, it's, like, yeah, it's super dark, and, like, yeah, it's interesting. It's not the best. But, like, it was it was enough where, like, I was like, I at least want to see where this all pans out, but I don't know. I've had more fun reading old stuff in some newer books from, like, the third. Um, so I know you haven't said you're reading, so I'm just going through all my stuff. I read the second issue of that Keanu Reeves book, Berserker. Or oh, whatever. I need to read that. I read the first issue, and it played out like a teaser trailer. Yeah, it's very much. The second issue does a lot more backstory, and that's where it was much more interesting. And it kind of... I don't know. I'm trying to think of what it reminds me of. It is very, like, Wolverine Weapon X-ish, like, in the character that doesn't have memories. But it's also very much, like... Powers? Have you ever read that? Um, I have read. Uh, I've seen the show. It shows like very besides like names and like some base concepts has like nothing to do 
Yeah, I just much with the book. I got it for free or something on my PlayStation. In your place, because those Sony's one and only uh, two seasons original programming. One and only, and then they decided let's just license everything, or yeah, let's Mm -hmm. license everything out or give it to other streaming services. Yeah. Um, you know, another book because I do want to talk about some shows that came out. Um, even though I haven't watched all of them, was I read the first issue of The Good Asian? Um, by you were saying this was pretty good, yeah. I'm gonna butcher this guy's name, it's Hornsack Pichote, um, and drawn by Alexandre Tefanichi. They are Asian ancestry um but it is like a really cool if you like noir it is total noir um following a chinese american detective who in the world is the first chinese police like american police officer um and this is kind of post world war ii i believe no before world war ii it's 1936 so it's kind of like it takes place in like uh chinatown san francisco um, and he's kind of like this, I don't know if you would say self-hating, but it's like very close to that. And it's very interesting. Um, and it's, the language does not shy away from anything whatsoever for that time period. Um, it's pretty brutal. I've heard a lot uh, of praise about it, so I'll have to check it out at some point. Yeah, if you like noir stuff, it is a great noir book. Um, the art is awesome. And the story is like really bold. Um, especially for like the time that going through the like the times right now with like you know Asian Americans, um, it's an interesting take to do. Um, it's it's very similar to a lot of um like a concept of like a uh, exploitation kind of like black like Shaft. Think of it like Shaft, except it's in the 30s, like kind of a detective noir, but like how Shaft interacts with like the black community it's very similar to this character where like the chinese american community in san francisco yeah but it's cool it's really heavy but like it's it's a cool read i haven't read like a good detective detective story in a while and i love that genre um and it's getting a lot of buzz it's from image um yeah, yeah i added it to my uh i added it to my list of stuff to watch i'm gonna see if like hoopla has it too mm-hmm and then, have you checked out? So, speaking of like watching, have you checked out? Because that uh, Malar TV show just dropped the Jupiter's. I have not yet, because besides like Bad Batch, I've been watching and other stuff. This also <clears throat> decided to this weekend specifically of when we're recording decided to be the weekend where Netflix decided to drop everything. Uh-huh. So it, there was, you know, we have besides Jupiter's Ascending Legacy, I have Castlevania. Love Death and Robots Volume 2. I have The Woman in the Window. Uh, I just got Mass Effect. I have that new Angelina Jolie HBO Max movie to watch. Yeah, I've heard pretty much good things about the Jupiter show. It's only eight episodes. I will probably blow through it this week. Um, I'm hopeful. I'm not the biggest fan of Malar's work. I've never read the comic, though. But, you know. It- I'm not a fan of Malar after the shit we had to read. Yeah, which isn't even the worst of his stuff, but like, I don't know, it, it could be adapted very well, the costumes look cool. Sorry, I know, scratch my head. Um, no, you're good. It's, uh, it's interesting. Um, I did finish watching, I think, I don't remember if I talked about it last time, and Invincible was awesome. Like, I'm going to I read the comic. I because I don't have, 
Prime. Amazon. I have a friend's account, but I need to watch it. Yeah, it was really good, and it's only like I think that's only like eight or nine episodes too. I love eight that. episodes. That's like the best length for a show. Um, but that's been really good. I have been watching Flash because I'm a masochist, and it is. God, I haven't even seen anything past like anything post crisis. I haven't seen. It's really not worth it. They're doing a storyline that I think we've talked about before when it came out in the comics, and it's real dumb. Like, real dumb. That show needs to be canceled. It needs to end, and you know, we have uh, Carlos is leaving, who plays Cisco, and um, what's-his-name is also leaving the show. And they pretty much, in the most recent episode, kind of wrap that up. Of, like, Kavanaugh and uh, Carlos Valdez? Carlos Valdez. Yeah, they're both leaving, and they kind of set that up in the last episode. Um, but we have seen some leaked uh, shots from them filming that Impulse is going to join the cast, at least for an episode, which is going to be real interesting, because I don't know how they're going to make that fit in. Apparently that show just hit its 150th episode, so... Yeah, well, they're two years behind Arrow, so now this will put them one year behind oh no yeah impulse is like actually just joining the cast it's not an episode he's just straight up joining the cast yeah which will be interesting because in the comics i'm pretty sure him and excess are siblings and they're barry's grandkids so So it's i'm looking right now he is going to be a recurring guest character he's not the character from the comics or the young justice cartoon he is much older He'll be burying Iris' future son. Also, Excess is going to be coming back, apparently, for the 150th episode. Okay, yeah, so him and Excess will be siblings, but instead of being their grandkids, they're going to both be their kids. Yeah. That's fine, I guess. Yeah, him being older is weird, but I guess that's... It would be fun, but it would also kind of come off super corny, because Impulse is, like, 13, normally. Like, he's a kid. Like, he's not a teenager. Like, he's a kid, like, and stuff, and... Uh, but I like Impulse as a character, and he's much more well known than XS. So, be an interesting dynamic to have him. So, show is up. the mirror shit done? Yes, that ended when they came back, like immediately. Thank with their, God. Oh no, that was better than what they are now. Oh. oh. Um, yeah, they're doing the the forces, the strength force, the still force, oh. and the siege force. But you know what's different? It's kind of like they're Iris and Barry's kids because they gave birth to them. And you know who the villain is? Who oh, is is it, the, is it the Speed Force? Yep. No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate yeah. it. I hate it. And her lightning is all the colors they've shown. God, remember when Diggle's supposed to show up in the show at some point this season? Oh, I really doubt that's going to happen. It's no. He's apparently is cast. Uh, he's done it before. Um, He's supposed to show up, like, soon. Like, there's a couple well, of things... They had Argus show up in, like, one of the most more recent episodes because they did a trial, which was actually really cool. It was one of the few cool things they did because it was m- much less Flash and turned into kind of, like, a mini version of God Loves Man Kills where, like, kind of addressing the fact that, like, how metas have changed the world. And people like shitting their pants about them, like existing so much. Uh, because the idea is they arrest Frost for her crimes that she committed earlier, and they want to make an ex- like set a precedent and forcefully give her the Medicure. 
Wait, sorry. I forgot that David Ramsey is showing up on Superman and Lois. Oh, I did not know that. That's... He is going to be set, uh, the twelfth episode of the series is going to be. That's coming up. back this week. That show is awesome. I'm gonna uh, watch it all. I think once the um, it drops on Max. Yeah, I'm just gonna that's watch it. Gonna, all. That's what I'm gonna do with all this final season of Black Lightning and Supergirl. I'm gonna wait till they finish up. Yeah, once they finish, I'm just gonna watch what I missed, and then the same goes with um. Batwoman, I should probably finish. Starkle, I still need to catch up on. I, I'm pretty bad at that. Yeah, well, it's only the one season, and I think it's like 13 episodes, Stargirl. Yeah, it's not that long. It's 13. 13. <laughs> yeah, and it's definitely better than other stuff. Oh, I forgot Legends came out. I haven't even started the new season of Legends. Oh, I forgot that. I haven't finished the fifth season, I don't think. It was okay. It was not as strong as the other ones. Yeah, that show's getting long long in the two too. I think we should just like stop with this stuff and just put all their stuff on HBO Max. Well, yeah. Oh, the thing is, if you watch Superman and Lois, you're like, oh, these other shows look like dog shit. Like, there is an obvious, very big difference in budget. Like, a bunch of them look like they were filmed with like iPhones, and then Superman and Lois looks like a movie. But yeah, I don't know. Is there any other? You have you haven't been reading any? Is there any other? Things or comics or anything you've been watching? Um, like I, I did finish The Walking Dead Telltale as at the time of this recording. I literally just finished it before we started. Um, no, I'm not okay. I am an emotional wreck, and I will not be taking questions at this time. But I will be very excited to jump into something later with hopefully lighter with Mass Effect. I'm probably wrong, uh, but Mass Effect's been pretty much lighter. I literally just did. Four seasons and a miniseries back to back to back to back of The Walking Dead Telltale, which is emotionally draining. Yeah, I've been playing Returnal, and I've been playing that like on and off because it's like so dark and heavy. Um, It's really good. It's a very interesting idea to do a third person shooter, um, what do you call it, roguelike? Um, But it's like. I'm a rogue fan, that's the thing. But it plays like a third person action game. Um, but if you like the aesthetic of like Alien or maybe like a Prometheus, like that kind of really dark, very alien uh, kind of a world, like it is super, like it's very haunting. Um, and it's very creepy. Like, like the thing with the house is like super creepy. Um, which is weird because like I know the Resident Evil just came out, and I just I I get it. I have not played a Resident Evil game since 3, I think. That was Nemesis, right? Yes. I have yeah. never played... I don't think I've ever played a Resident Evil, but that's because I'm just a big old scaredy cat. Yeah, they were cool. I'm not a big, a big horror game fan. Yeah, I'm just like... I don't like jump scares. Like, they're not super interesting to me, so... um, So, yeah, like, I don't know. I haven't been playing or... Trying to think if I've been watching it. Oh, I watched uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines. What a great fucking movie! Oh, so good. The, so that that movie very, is very consistently good. hilarious. Yeah, I watched it yesterday. And it was really fun. I liked dog, pig, dog, pig, dog, pig, loaf of bread. Yeah, the only voice acting I didn't really get behind was actually was it Eric Andre that does the little brother? No, he is the big tech guy. Oh, who's the little brother? The little brother is actually the director of the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's the one voice I was just like, I we could have gone somewhere else. Yeah, Mike Rianda is his name. Okay, we could have... 
he is known as before Missiles vs. Machines, it's his, feature, it's his feature directorial debut. He is also the creative director and writer for season one of Gravity Falls and creative consultant of season two. Yeah, like the, the, the story of the movie is so good. Danny McBride and Maya Rudolph are great. Oh, um, Jacobson, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's the girl. Yeah, like it's such a good concept. Olivia Coleman is having such a fun time. Oh, she's great. And then what's like, their like name? The like, two... put me on, put me on the table so I can flop around in an uncontrollable rage. Um, the two robots, because it's what's his name that was the it's new live action tick. Fred Armisen and Beck Bennett, actually. Yeah, Beck Bennett. He was, I think, he was the one that was. No, the that new... was Peter Sarah Finowitz. What do I for the tick? Oh, that was what. Okay, never mind. It's what's his name from SNL? Yeah, Beck Bennett. Beck Bennett. Okay. He's on uh, Ducktales. Okay, when I saw his picture in IMDb, he looks very similar in his IMDb photo to the guy uh, from The Tick. He's going to be on MODOK, actually. Yeah, which is interesting. That's coming out, I think, this week. Is it really? Yeah, May 21st on Hulu. Are they going to drop the whole season? Um, Yeah, so all 10 episodes are coming on May 21st. It'll be interesting to see. Like, It is a very distinct art style. Alright, so I'm looking at like the cast list for that. By the way, the guest cast, besides John Hamm. So John Hamm, Tony Stark, Nathan Fillion as Wonder Man. That's awesome. Whoopi Goldberg as Pound Cakes. I can. Bill Hader as the leader. That's great casting. And also he's gonna be Angar the Screamer. But yeah, Beck Bennett is uh Modoc's new boss. Yeah, I'll find a way to watch this. I heard very good things about it. My friend gonna cross promote real quick. My friend interviewed Jordan Bloom for Gatecrasher, so Go check that out. That's awesome. Oh, this is nice. I'm reading right now about Modoc. It's uh the co-creator was allowed to give the series its own multiverse destination, so he named it Earth twelve twenty six for his son's birthday. Oh, that's oh. cool. That's cool. Good for him. I hope it's funny. I do hope it's funny. Yeah, it, with Pat Oswald behind it, I have pretty good hopes for it. So yeah, um, I don't see why it wouldn't be. Uh, so yeah, I guess like wraps us up kind of on the comic stuff um and everything else i don't even know what else to talk about yeah that's so, kind of our catch up we haven't done one of these in a while so yeah so this will be like a quick little mini sode so thanks for joining us and we'll catch you next time Bye 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 so i guess i'll join the great lakes of